Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Knowing this will make the difference in you being a successful trader or you being a trader who comes in, tries the trading room for 10 days and bounces. This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast, brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. Are you looking to take the guesswork out of trading? Well, you need to get the Secret Investing Book. It's the underground playbook that 10 Minute Stock Traders are using to take the guesswork out of trading every single day. You can get your free copy over at secretinvestingbook.com. That's secretinvestingbook.com. Be sure to like, subscribe, and watch all of our past episodes over at sharevision.com. Good afternoon, traders. How are you guys and ladies doing today? Real quick, right quick, just want to reiterate, you know, I, I apologize yesterday for my lack of internet. It was literally gone for basically 12 hours. Uh, I got home from my trading psychologist last night. It went out at 9.55, which was five minutes before I was set to meet with Yorn. Went out at 9.55. I came back. It was 9.53, I believe. And I was like, hey, we have internet. Um, at my house, we have a a, uh, a video doorbell. Uh, maybe you have one too. Um, but I noticed yesterday while the internet was out that it flashes yellow outside the house when I was taking a walk. It flashes yellow. And when I pulled back in last night, I could see it was uh, solid blue. And I was like, yes, the internet has returned. But, you know, it was, really good, uh, it was a really good conversation I had with my trading psychologist last night. Um, I don't recommend everybody have a shrink or whatever. But it allowed me to get some things off my chest and talk to somebody that I trust that... I haven't had an opportunity to talk to otherwise. So um, definitely really good. I mean, mental health is so incredibly important, and, and, and I'm really grateful that I have somebody that I can go to. So definitely would recommend for you guys to check one out if you have an opportunity. Dr. Sinclair is here. Isaac, good to see you, my friend. Donna, good afternoon. Uh, just a quick reminder, this next Thursday, so a week from today, I will be traveling to uh, Brea, California. And uh, if you guys are local to Brea, it'd be really cool if I could stop by. Uh, they're flying me out to be the keynote speaker at a conference. Um, you know, I do credit union consulting as well. Uh, they're flying me out to uh, be a keynote speaker there. And then uh, I'm coming back the same night. So in and out as fast as possible. But I do have some time to kill ahead of time. So looking for something to do. Uh, also, I will be out going to a conference as a participant uh, the 19th, 20th, and 21st of this month as well. So I've got to let you guys know ahead of time um, that I'm going to be out, and that's life. You know what I mean? You definitely shouldn't be sitting and waiting around for uh, uh, trades all day, every day. You got to live your life. So I'll be doing that. I want to make sure you guys are on top of that as well. Ernie, good to see you. Oh, oh, Monday is a holiday. There will be no trading on Monday. <laughs> I'm not logging in. April and Roots aren't logging in. It's going to be a nice holiday. I hope you guys have a nice holiday too. 
So let's first cover our day trade of the day. And uh, let's talk about it, right? I, I enjoyed the day. I really enjoy the day trades because it gives me opportunities to try new things and make some money in the process. Today, uh, it was one trade, not a winner, but a small loser. And it really cements the point of keeping your losses small. Okay, so for this trade, we got a signal for entry. So remember, the first hour of the day, we're waiting for a reset. And I got the reset alert on this candle here. Now, I'll be very honest with you. I was not paying attention for this candle. This could have been an entry candle. I wasn't paying attention at that time. So that could have been an entry candle followed immediately by an exit candle. Now, the next time an entry happened was at 11.42 my time. And you can see two candles later, we got an exit signal. Now, the point that I really want to emphasize here is that this was my half ATR stop from entry. It closed above that. It closed above the five EMA. And it closed above the prior candles high. So there was absolutely no reason to keep this trade on. You couldn't fabricate a reason to get short on this trade. As you can see from that point, it went up over four, three, four more dollars from our exit. So it's incredibly, incredibly, critically, I blended those words together, incredibly important to make sure that when you are trading, you take your exit signals when you have them. Remember, I did do it yesterday. Take the opportunity to turn your small losses back into cash before they become big losses and don't let that opportunity pass you by. So while it wasn't anything special today, it was a small loss, part of the game as you guys know. Uh, I found this trader on TikTok named Pax. Um, I don't know Pax's history, but April and I are trying to set up a meeting with Pax to learn more from him. He's a futures trader and uh, he's been trading long time. Like he was, uh, he was one of the pit traders and he and I have been TikToking back and forth a little bit. And I saw one of his TikToks where he said he doesn't view, as a business owner, I, I understood exactly what he meant by describing this. He said, I don't view my trading losses as losses. I view them as business expenses. And I was like, what does that even mean? So I got to thinking more about it. And I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Imagine. You got payroll, right? Imagine that your payroll cost you $500 a day. Every day that goes by is an expense of $500, right? And then you have revenue that comes in. Every day that comes, goes by, hopefully you've got some sort of revenue coming in. And you want to balance the two and hopefully have more revenue than costs. And I was like, that's actually a really solid analogy. So while this trade didn't work out, it was a business business expense for the day. So I thought that was pretty good. I don't know if you guys uh, would consider it that way, but I thought it was good. And especially in business, there are losing months, right? There are months where I'm like, how am I going to make payroll? Which sucks. But it's also very true, right? And there's months where you don't pull any profits, and that sucks. But it's true. And any trader out there who says they've never had a losing month is Bernie Madoff. <laughs> so 
please, please, please don't think that every month, every trade has to be profitable because it's just not going to happen. Victor, good to see you. Daniel, good to see you all the way from New Zealand. All right. So the day trades. Um, one other thing I was looking at today, we incorporate MMFI, the market breadth, into our trading strategy on the swing trades. And I was thinking to myself, especially after, um, I forget who said it in the Discord, I think it was Sebastian, uh, said, you know, is there a way to avoid choppiness? MMFI helps a lot with that. So I got to thinking today, I was like, I wonder, wonder what intraday market indicators we could use. So I started playing around with this one here, ADRT, total advance decline ratio. Considering we're only day trading SPY, this made a lot of sense to me. I looked at a few different ones, but this one actually like correlated pretty well to entries and exits for us. This one made a lot of sense to me. And so I'm gonna start playing with this and incorporating this and seeing how we can best use this like an MMFI. What you see right now, the black line is the actual value of it. The blue line is the five moving average. Doing a little back testing on it today, what I found was that when prices below, or I should say when the value is below the five moving average, so when the black line is below the blue line, that's bearish. So you don't want to be looking to go long when the value is uh, above the blue line, the five EMA is all it is. But also the slope of that line is really useful as well. Because if it's stocks are advancing, here I'll zoom in for today. So if stocks are advancing, this number would be increasing. If stocks are declining, that number would be declining. Now granted, this, this takes into account names going up. This has nothing to do with volume. This has nothing to do with individual price other than collectively how many are going up and how many are going down. So to me, based on the fact that we're trading markets rather than trading individual names, this makes sense. The constitution of the market is what we're seeing here, similar to MMFI, right? So that doesn't mean it's always a guaranteed winner, right? Uh, I believe when we put the one on earlier, it was, um, yeah, so this is 1220 Eastern time. And I put the trade on at uh, 1242 Eastern time. Where is that at? 1242. So it was between these two points here. This doesn't update constantly either. This updates every 20 minutes. Um, and I don't know why it doesn't update constantly, but it was between these two points here where we got in and wasn't the best entry for sure, but also super small loss. However, if you look, right, if you're not trading or if you're looking for other uh, confirmation for a trade, I think this is going to be really useful because you can see that it's been going up this afternoon and we wouldn't even be looking at a short entry until it comes back below that five period moving average. So trying to make it a filter to remove some of the choppiness, it's not possible to remove all the choppiness, but trying to make a filter to remove some of that on the day trading side. Hey Tyler, good to see you, man. All right, so let's move into the next section. Let's look at our swing trades with our market analysis. All right, so welcome to the 10 minute trading room. This is how to trade in 10 minutes a day and exactly how to take the guesswork out of trading. With our 10 minutes to freedom strategy, we need to be looking for the 10 under the 20 and price under the 50 if we're bearish. MMFI under 50 and FinClub, anything other than green. 
So let's go to the daily. So we have the 10 under the 20, price under the 50, which is the red line. Does have somewhat of a bullish move right now. Let's do this real quick. If we were trading this short, this would be an exit candle. Remember, we have a new part of our strategy where we're selling into strength. If we were trading this short, this would have been an exit signal. The first up candle is the exit signal to get out. So that doesn't mean anything other than just giving you a heads up on what we're trading here. Now, um, let's look at MMFI is at 39%. Fin Club came in in red today. So on a day when all three of these align, that makes it an offensive day. We don't have any existing positions, so we're gonna move straight into the next section, which is the charts. Now, I did, over the last week, update the power scanner. So it does include uh, the new Keltner channel area here. Basically, when we get a day like this, this is a perfect example for today. When we get a day like this, we're not looking for this to be a, a short entry. This is actually an exit point for a short. So I built this into the scanners. So this should already pour over to you if you have the scanners. I built this into the scanners so it will not include anybody who's having this sort of movement today. So with that said, let's take a look at what came through. Um, bearish power scanner. Yes, let me run that again. And there was not many when I ran this like 30 minutes ago. While that runs, I wanted to do a case study real quick on RTX. So I used to work at Raytheon, so I have a, a soft spot for RTX in my heart. This is a mega choppy market right here. Dr. Sinclair and I were talking the other day. Um, he's like, well, Chris, you know, if it's going to be choppy, why don't you just put on the trade the other way? Imagine with me for a second. Imagine with me for a second. You put on uh, a short trade right here. Like, right, or, or right where my line is at. For you as the trader, you cannot see the future. You cannot see the future. What you see right now is a trend moving down. So, you take your short, a couple of days later, you're out. Let's say you're like, oh, okay, everything just crossed over here, I'm gonna go long. And you go long, and a couple of days later, you're out again. There's no possible way to eliminate the choppiness because you can't see into the future clearly. You don't know where that trend, that it did trend from here to here, but then it reversed. And it did trend from here to here, and then it reversed. This is one of the reasons why I don't subscribe to the idea of uh, doing neutral strategies anymore. Because a neutral strategy, right? Let's say you sold iron condors here and here. This could be a great trade. And for, you know, two, three, four months, it could work back to back to back to back to back. And in that process, you might be winning we're going to use round numbers here. You might be winning a hundred bucks and not losing the $400 on an iron condor, $5 wide. Okay. Over and over and over. And you're doing great. You think the world is awesome. But then the one time you put a trade on here, that's when 
all hell breaks loose, right? And goodbye. Now, we don't know what's going to happen. That's the thing. So that's why trend following is great, because it takes advantage of incredible moves when they happen. But trend following can be frustrating when the moves are so short, which is, we dealt with that a lot this year. When the moves are so short, exactly like this, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It can be really frustrating, but this is the main reason why you size your, your number one, size your trades correctly. Should have saved this for final thoughts. Size your trades correctly. And number two, start with one unit. Because in any of these trades, if we had been in it, we'd have only had one unit in and one unit out. We have not had the chance to put on two, three, four. We have not put on four units at all this year. Because we've not had a good trade this year. Not not a good long trend this year to trade. So that's part of the money management with trading, right? It's fun and it's exciting and it's sexy. But when you get in a time like this and you're getting topped up, it super sucks. But you have no idea where it's going to be because you can't see off the right-hand side of that chart. Isaac says, so choppy. It's a shakeout for sure. And unfortunately, when you're in the middle of it, all you can do is trade what you see on the screen right now. And if I were trading this right now, I'd be going short. But there's every reason to say tomorrow it could go right back up. Because of that, that's why you have money management rules in place. So that when it does happen, because it will happen, it's not a big deal. But if you're yellowing into every trade, I can't help you. <laughs> can't help you. <laughs> So we got 13 that pulled through. Uh, Twitter was on here earlier, and I am going to personally exclude Twitter from anything, period, until the Elon Musk story is done, because uh, there's way too much risk associated with uh, the richest man in the world tweeting something overnight, and the stock being up a million percent or down a million percent, and we can't change that, so we will eliminate that from our list just permanently until this f gets figured out. So understand we will pur purposefully skip Twitter. All right, so let's take this list. Let's put it in the next step, which is transposing it into the relative strength scanner. Edit, pay special values. Now this is gonna take into account all the stocks. Uh, be sure to update your numbers over here. This will take into account where they stand against each other and against the S&P. So we got a few that pulled through. So let's filter just on these. Not too many. Uh, Raytheon is included. And I have no problem trading this at all. Twitter is not. So let's move over here. Let's go back to this list here. Edit. All right. And the reason I say I have no problem trading this because every trade every day is unique circumstance that you should know this from trading in the zone and 
Just because it has done this in the past, there is no guarantee it will do it tomorrow or again. In fact, let's go to meta real quick and we'll get back on, on track. I, I want to go back to meta here because for ages, this was the stock, you know, it's Facebook. This was the stock you could basically buy and put it away and it's going to go up. Every trade is unique because there's no reason to say, you know what, it's going to go up. But then you look at what actually happened and it kept going down and down and down. And there are a lot of people up here buying the dip because they always knew it was going to go up, always going to go up. And then it goes down like this. So have no fear in Raytheon. Have no fear. Because there's no reason to say it won't go down. There's no reason to say it won't go up. But on the trend, it looks like it's going south. Now, let's do backtest these because that's the next step. What we're going to do with the backtest, a lot of trading psychology today. What we're going to do with the backtest is we're going to find positive expectancy and the best trend line. I like the 10 and the 5. The reason being is because these are two of the strongest trend indicators. And I want to be in strong trends. I don't want to be in weak trends. So let's do a strategy tester, 10 day bullish full. And if you need this, it's in the trading room members area. Just go to backtesting criteria, scroll down, step-by-step step exactly how to set it up. Hit, I'm sorry, bearish full, 10 day bearish full. Run. So we're gonna start with the 10 day. As you can see this one, this is PVH. I don't know a thing about PVH, but I do know the backtest is outstanding. 175% return. So I'm gonna mark this one blue, cause I like it. And we will come back to it once we finish the others. Let's go to Dow. Negative 30%. When we have a negative expectancy, we're not going to trade that. We're going to mark it red so we don't look at it again. RTX. Let's see. So negative 36%. So I'm not going to trade it either way. I have no emotions about it. Just trading the data we see. AEM. Negative 20%. Lastly is MP. Negative 31%. So it gives us one opportunity today in PVH. So let's... <clears throat> go the next step, which is to check both the five and 10 day to find what's the best trend line. So the five day or the 10 day is 175%. The five day is the, whoa, oh, that's bullish. Sorry. I was going to say that's a huge swing. So 175% to 88%. So I like the 10 day, 10 day EMA PEP for planned exit point. Keep a note of that. Now the current price right now is right around, right at 55.62. I don't know why I came at 55.75. We'll make that 55.62. Mark it green, because this would be our entry point here if we enter. Next, we want to make sure that beyond the entry point, oh wow, it goes down like 23 does this pass the second and third entry points so 42 52 or 49 and 52 yeah for sure 4911 is the third entry point i believe we had a couple where we had a third entry point this year no haven't done a fourth one this year not at all for 2022 all right so that's good there it's 49.09, but same thing. 
Okay, so from a backtesting perspective, we have positive expectancy. We know the best trend line. We know that that backtest exceeds the second and third buy point. So the next step is to look at liquidity. You want to start, if we had a bunch, start with the high, lowest relative strength in this case. We need a 21 days to expiration, 250 plus open interest, less than 50 cent bid ask spread, and less than 20% or less extrinsic value. So I have no idea if we're going to have any anything come through, but let's see. Because I, I just don't know what PVH is, so it's probably not that probably not that popular. Here it goes. So we're going to look on the puts again, back on this side of the table. This is okay, 65. It's got 2,000 open interest. Let's look at the extrinsic value. Only 10 cents of extrinsic value. <coughs> oh, they own Tommy Hilfiger, Calvin Klein, and so on. Very cool. Hang on a second, Ernie. I've told you all the story before. But when I was working with Tom Basso, one of the market wizards, I was like, Tom, just the other day I, I bought this stock. I didn't even know what it was, but the price looked good. And he's like, yeah, I do that all the time. Like, that's normal. I don't care what the stock is. All I care is if it's going up or going down and to trade it. PVH, okay. Sounds good. Now, just taking a look at this real quick. I like it under $10, so there's no issue there. 20 cents or less. There's no extrinsic, which is awesome. In fact, we could even go up because that's only 60 cents extrinsic and save $4. How does that look from the open interest? Yeah, that works too on the 60. Okay, I like this one better. So let me go on my other screen into the business account, which is completely empty right now, BVH. And September 16th, it's on only monthlies. So we're not gonna go out to October, we're only looking at September 60, call, 60 puts, not calls. And let's see if we can get filled at $5. Uh, not filled at five. Give me just a second here, work that order up. This is PVH, September 16th, 60 calls. Oh, I just went to 520, dang. Hang on, not filled at 505. If and when you get filled, tell me what you get filled at. Uh, 510. Still nothing. Uh, I'll bite the bullet for 520. Still no. I'm looking over here, watching it tick up. Let's go a little higher. 535 filled, finally. The actual fill price was 522. Five, it moves in increments of five, but I got filled at 522. All right, that's my fill price, 522. The only trade to make today, PVH. Oh, real quick, I didn't mention this. Get your position size. Get your position size on your relative strength scanner. Uh, for this example here, it's uh, seven contracts. Seven contracts on a $200,000 account with 2% of risk. So be sure you get the appropriate amount of risk for you and your, uh, your account. Now, couple things to note. This is definitely knocking on that uh, Keltner channel, which is great. I have no problem with that. The first up day, we will sell out. We will get out of it. The first up day. Now, it's very possible. You saw the back test. It could go down several down days in a row. Go to Raytheon. You can see what I mean by that. Several down days in a row. Just because it's on the Keltner channel right now does not constitute the exit signal. 
The exit signal will come on the first other direction. gum, Ernie! Always. Only two points. Only two points. Ernie, I'd love to go on the PCH uh, next week when I'm out in California. I usually, so I, I go to California on business before COVID at least once a year, sometimes twice a year. I loved going on the PCH, going out to Malibu, do, you know, doing all the, the, the coastal stuff that I don't get to do in the Dallas area. Uh, but no, there's no PCH for me next week. It's it's right off the plane, straight east into Brea, right out of Brea, straight to the airplane. So yeah, it is what it is, but it's all good. All right, let's move into our final thoughts. I love this final thought. I love this so much because this this is the missing component to what most people think trading is. I'm teasing it a little bit. This is the missing component between uh, understanding how trading as a business and as a game actually works and everybody else. Knobs trades, follow them. When they say trading is a patience game, what they really mean is it's a waiting game. Profits come in clusters. The key should be when the market is going sideways, which we've talked a lot about today. The key is when the market's going sideways, you don't lose much while you're waiting for the next cluster of big winning trades. Knowing this will make the difference in you being a successful trader or you being a trader who comes in, tries the trading room for 10 days and bounces. Profits come in clusters. If I could say every 10 days, I want a giant cluster of profits, I, trust me, I would. But over the course of a month, over the course of a year, over the course of several years, the profits will come in clusters. I, I mean, I have not, I have heard many stories of people making just the one trade that makes their month, week, year, decade but when you first start that trade, you don't know what it's going to be. It could be like Raytheon where it was going sideways. And then it finally broke. And you're good to go. I mean, think of it like Minervini, right? Minervini, in a nutshell, trades like this. In a nutshell. He says, okay, um, where's the high? Once it reaches that high point, I'm in. And there will be times where you just it reverses. In fact, this is an amazing view of what a VCP contraction looks like, his his signature trade. He waits for a top and then a dip, and then a smaller dip, and then a smaller dip, and then finally breaks over. And even with a perfect VCP uh, setup like this, it can still come back down and then trade sideways, right? And then just really never recover. Profits come in clusters. And if you're not mentally prepared for that, this is definitely not the right place for you. Brian, hey man, let me catch you up real quick and then we're going to bounce. Uh, we got into PVH, PVH, September 16th, 60 puts. Yes, it's a put. September 16th, PVH, 60 puts. Uh, I got in at 522. What is it right now? 510, so you could actually do better. September 16th, PVH, 60 puts. Now, I, from what I understand, my email issue is not resolved yet. I will try to send an email um, right after this. But if not, 
Um, I'll go in the Discord, and I'll drop it in the Discord. That way you guys uh, have a record of what we did today. Um, I don't know what's going on, but hopefully it'll be resolved very soon. All the emails you get from our team are from April. <laughs> and she's been working great. So, okay, thank you so much, guys. We'll watch PVH. We'll see what happens. Uh, we have, um, you know, long puts in that. And, um, yeah, actually, it looks like it's working pretty well right now. Uh, got in at 62, now it's down to 36. So we'll see how it goes. Thank you so much for coming today. Uh, be sure to have a fantastic evening with your family and friends. I'll see you right back here tomorrow. Talk soon. Hey, don't forget, before you head out, head to secretinvestingbook.com right now to get your free copy of the Secret Investing Book. This is how to finally get a positively unfair advantage in the stock market. And it has 13 of the secrets that Wall Street does not want you to know. And I want to send this to you for free today. Just help me by covering shipping. And the way you can do that is by going to secretinvestingbook.com. That's secretinvestingbook.com. And I'll ship this out for you right away. Thanks so much. I'll see you there.